Welcome to The Rutledge Perspective. I am your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about the things that are top of mind as you navigate your career, whether corporate or otherwise. The plan is to get you out of your rut and talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Welcome to The Village. This week on The Rutledge Perspective, we are talking about vision and alignment, how having vision is key and putting together a strategy is critical to achieving that vision, but alignment, that's the linchpin in all of it. If what you're going after is not aligned with what you truly desire, your ability to achieve the vision will be significantly compromised. Now, if you've been listening to me and following me, you know I'm a huge proponent of planning. For me, proper prior planning prevents poor performance. Or as other people say, a goal without a plan is just a wish. And there are a number of other mantras. But what I know that I know that I know is that a good people strategy must be tied to a clear business strategy. And whether those strategies are for building a business or building a career, they are tied together. But I read a perspective over the weekend that suggested that strategy was unimportant. And this particular post was about building a business and it suggested that strategy just isn't key but rather the alignment of your vision and strategy with the desires of your heart or your purpose is the key. And I'm using my words to to paraphrase what the author said. And I had to really pause and think about that. It made me examine the last several months that I've been doing a bunch of work because, well, you know, that examination and self-reflection is what I do on a regular basis, especially as I get closer to my annual solo retreat for my birthday. I do that for my birthday every year. So Before I get into the details, I want you to think about your journey, whether it's career or school or business, whatever it is. Think about a time when doing what you were doing was just a chore. And I don't mean just the stuff you don't like doing, like, you know, doing my financial stuff on Fridays, because there's stuff that we don't like to do in everything. Even great artists may hate cleaning their brushes, for example, something like that. But I'm talking about something that you knew you must do but you were having a difficult time getting it done. You just procrastinated. You couldn't get focused. Your creative juices weren't flowing or you just couldn't seem to figure out how to make it happen. The task itself was just more than you could handle. And it was more than you could handle in a way that was more than just inconvenient, but in a way that took all of your energy to even even think about doing it. So why? Why did you feel that way? What was the issue? Why was this thing, regardless of how difficult or critical it was, why was this thing such a burden? Now, the posting that I told you about suggested that it's deeper than just a dislike for the task, that when it's absolutely that difficult, it's actually an indication that the work you're doing is not aligned with the desires of your heart, your purpose, that you're out of flow, as they say. So for me, if I get back to what drove me to this topic, As I started to examine and and marinate on this different perspective, i.e. the Rutledge perspective, all these God winks started happening as usual to suggest that maybe this position actually did have some validity and I needed to pay a little bit more attention. So I'd been struggling with a few things that I knew needed to be done, including complete deep cleaning of my house and whether or not to say yes to a few opportunities that arisen, but you know, all those kind of things, they just didn't feel right. And the procrastination I was feeling was fierce, which of course leads to that whole death spiral. Why can't I get motivated? What's the issue? I don't understand. I was working so hard for other people. Why can't I work this hard for myself? All that head trash. You know what I'm talking about. 
because most of us have been there in some form or fashion. But then I had the great fortune to listen to the amazing and she was at an online event that is being put on by Inspired Living, my coaching team. And her story and insight were just absolutely incredible. And there were many things that stood out, but there were a few real aha moments that I want to talk to you about. She said a couple of things that that resonated really deeply with me, uh, especially around what had been happening. So first she talked about waiting for the yes. And if you don't feel the yes, say no. So in other words, it's kind of like what Oprah said, when in doubt, don't, right? But she said, if you're not feeling a yes, make sure that you're not saying no because of fear. So you do need to do some examination. Again, taking that pause. The next thing she talked about was, she doesn't do Friday night 5 p.m. deals because if they were there on Friday, they'll be there on Monday. And if it's for you, it's going to be for you. And so that whole idea of pausing and not sitting in desperation or panic mode just because someone else is saying it's Friday night, it's five o'clock, you got to make a decision. I often told my team, poor planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. So what I took from that piece was don't let somebody else's sense of urgency create a sense of urgency in you necessarily. And there were a number of other things that she said that were really, really powerful. But these were some of the ones that really resonated with me as I was sitting in this, this overwhelm. And I got this crazy sense of peace as I kept listening to her. And that again, made me pause and say, wait, why did this resonate so deeply? And how is that tied to what I've been feeling over the last actually five years before I even decided to leave corporate that, that inability to just focus sometimes and get stuff done. And I realized the answer was because some of what I was doing was just not in alignment with the desires of my heart, or at least I wasn't sure how those things I was doing tied in to my overall purpose. And my mind was just blown because here's the thing. When we are living in the desires of our heart, even if something isn't right or doesn't feel right, if we've been really clear on what we're doing and why we're doing it, then even those stumbles along the road aren't as bad because we know where we're headed. We can get through the things that aren't pleasant because we know we see the light at the end of the tunnel. We know what the greater purpose is. Now, we all have choices. And I actually did a podcast on that too. You can listen to that episode. And and we can choose what we do and what we work on. We can choose what to focus on. We can choose who we follow. We can choose what we believe. The beauty of our human condition is that we have free will and we can choose. Now, what we don't have is the freedom from consequences of those choices, whether they're intended or unintended, but we do have the ability to make the choice. We can choose how we start our day. And Ricky talked about that. Do you choose to say, I'm going to have a good day or I'm going to have a hard day? We get to choose what we do and do not work on. And so even if you're working for someone else and they're assigning work, you still have choice. You're just simply subject to the consequences of your choice if you choose not to follow the directions you've been given. But we also have the choice to pause when something just feels off. Taking the time to ask why can often uncover the root cause of this disconnect, this discontent. And this is where that alignment examination starts to happen. So now go back to that task I talked to you about that I want you to think through that felt off for you, that felt like it just wasn't going to happen or and you couldn't figure out why it was off. The thing that is necessary for you to understand is why is the feeling so off for you? Is it just the thing itself 
Or is it because it's tied to something bigger and the bigger thing is the real issue? If you haven't taken the time to evaluate whether you're still on the path to pursuing your passion, whatever that is, it may be time to do that right now, to understand your big why right now, to take the time to realign your effort to your overall goal. So while I don't agree with the poster's position that strategy is the problem, I do agree that a strategy that isn't aligned can be a problem because misalignment makes everything feel like a chore. Misalignment also means you're spending your time focused on things that may be blocking opportunities for the things that are aligned with your vision and your purpose and your genius. I say, take this time to pause and say, what is it that I really want to do? What is it that makes my soul sing? What is it that I feel is the thing that I am meant to do? that my unique skills and capabilities give me an ability to solve a problem, to deliver a solution, to serve bigger and better. And then when you understand what that what is, then ask yourself, why do I need to be doing that? Why is that important? And I'm talking big why, like big, hairy why, the global why, not the, uh, because right now I got to do this and this and this and this, because we do have those minor whys as we keep living. We've got a roof to put on. We got gas to put in the car. We got kids to get to school. We've got a class to take. We've got all of these whys that come up. But what I'm talking about is getting to that really big why so that as you move through your day and you're determining what choice you're going to make around where you're going to spend your time, where you're going to spend your dollars, where you're going to spend your energy, you know why you're making that choice to do it. You know that that choice is either going to move you along your path, is going to keep you in flow, or might make you deviate a little bit, but you have a reason for that deviation. The power in understanding that, the power in understanding what is aligned and what is not aligned is power that gives you a chance to get back your energy, to get back your peace, to get back your focus, and to get back aligned with your zone of genius and your purpose for doing what you're doing. So as you go into this week and the rest of your week and the rest of this year, really take the time to see where you're aligned and where you're misaligned and where you are misaligned. What are you going to do about it? Take the time to pause, take the time to decide and make sure that not only are your words and your actions aligned, but your actions are aligned with your purpose and your why. Because when you do all of that, nothing feels like a chore, maybe an inconvenience, but it's not overwhelming. And that's the Rutledge Perspective for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective. Thank you for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please give us a five-star rating. You can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com slash podcast, and you can subscribe to the show where you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. Oh, and if there's someone you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge perspective, please pass it along. Thank you for tuning in. 